Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. We are here, everybody. Welcome to Friday, the 27th day of May 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Hello. We are headed into a Memorial Day weekend. Hopefully you've got some good things planned. Big J, I know it's going to be busy, but big one for you. Yeah, because you got all sorts of stuff going on between showing up Saturday at the uh, Team Mazda five dollar car sale to help push some cars and hopefully add the Big J Spear Brigade. You got a football game you got to go to on Sunday night. I know. Get more footballs thrown at your face. It's a lot of me going on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for all that to happen at the same time, but it is. <laughs> and of course, uh, do you have Monday at least to relax a little bit and enjoy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Good. And I'm sure that's exactly what you have planned. Uh, hopefully you have some good things planned for your Memorial Day. Maybe even there's a lot of places I know, Big J, that uh, that don't have the day of work today, which is nice. Yeah, right. I, I, it's going to be a ghost town around here too. Yeah, yeah. Everybody so was given the like, day off. I was like, do we need to even come in? Let's sleep uh, in. I believe so. Yeah, I, I think it's expected of us, not yeah, of other people, but of us for sure. Today on the show, we do have a chance for you to win some money with the X Rock Double Dare at 7:30. That should be good times. On top of that, we also have some more Star Set and Red tickets to give away. Big J will give you some tickets to the Idaho Horseman game that is coming up on Sunday that he would like you to attend so that he can raise some money for the Alzheimer's Society of Greater Idaho, which would be a very good thing. And, of course, we also have to get some fun. Big J, I'd like to get some uh, a spoiler-free review of Top, uh, Top Gun Maverick, if you don't mind. Yeah, that, and I'd like to add to that a uh, little... Uh action on the DLC for the flight simulator because I got a chance to get into that yesterday too. Oh, okay. There you go. And uh, it's a great tie-in then for the movie. Great. We will talk about that as well. Over the course of the show today, plus we'll play some music. Let's get started with some Rage Against the Machine. Let's testify on the X-Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Rest assured, Big J, yesterday is when the primary election results for the state of Idaho were officially audited and approved, verified, if you will, verified by the Idaho Secretary of State's office. Uh, they went through all the ballots in Ada County as just a kind of a procedure and found no variations that needed to be worried about. In fact, in the entire state of Idaho, Big J, there were 10 total ballots that were maybe miscounted or counted in the uh, wrong way, and that is because of light penciling in. You understand? Yeah, you really got to fill that in, that little circle. Yeah, and so uh, there were no... I guess cases that popped up that caused the Secretary of State's office to have any kind of concern. So the election is officially verified. I hope that makes you sleep a little bit better. Of course, the uh, the election results are now being audited automatically at recommendation of the Governor's Cybersecurity Task Force. They want to help boost confidence in the election process. Big J, did this help? Um, no. How come? I don't know. Does it make you feel more confident about the election process? I already did. I didn't feel like there was a problem oh, to begin with. You didn't think there was anything wrong? 
No. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Uh, I think uh, most people do realize that that's the case, but the people that you're trying to convince the elections are safe, you're never going to convince the elections are safe. Yeah, and and losers are going to always whine about how they lost and make up some reason that they didn't actually lose. Yeah, this time it's not because there was election fraud, but they pulled out the too many Democrats voted card. That was the reason why whatever party lost. Dare them! And so that's the ele- that's the excuse of the election cycle this time around. We'll see what it is next time. Warriors will be advancing to the NBA championship for the sixth time in eight seasons. They beat the Mavericks last night, 120 to 110. That wraps up the Western Conference Finals. They win in five games, four to one. Klay Thompson led the Warriors, 32 points. Andrew Wiggins, 18. Steph Curry had 15 points. He won the Western Conference Finals MVP, which is now named the Magic Johnson Trophy. First time they've given that out. Uh, the Warriors are going to be taking on the winner of the Boston-Miami series for the NBA title. Boston has a chance to wrap things up tonight. I wonder who will win the Larry Bird Trophy, Big J. It's the first year they're giving that out No, as well. is it really called that? Yeah, they, they changed the oh, name okay. this year. Oh, okay. That's pretty funny. Yeah, they made it official this year to change the names to those superstars as opposed to the... So the finals will start in July? Yeah, I believe that's right. Is that when they start? No matter what. Yeah, they'll start in July, and then there'll be eight days off in between Great. each game. Uh, They just want to string out these blowouts as much as possible. On the ice, the Edmonton Oilers are advancing. They beat the Calgary Flames in overtime 5-4. They win that series 4-1. Hurricanes beat the Rangers 3-1. They are up in that series three games to two. Aftershock Music Festival made an announcement yesterday, Big J. They had been looking for a replacement headliner to close out the festival uh, on that Sunday of Aftershock, as it was the Foo Fighters' original place. Of course, Foo Fighters uh, canceled all their dates in 2022 and into whatever was on the schedule just because of the passing of Taylor Hawkins earlier in the year. And they have announced the new headliner. It's going to be Muse, Big J, which is good news for anybody that has Aftershock tickets because uh, Muse puts on a fantastic show. It'll be the first time that they are playing the Aftershock Festival, and that's pretty awesome. So, uh, of course, the X has your hookup to uh, several pair of tickets to that, as well as a one-time-only VIP trip where we take care of all the fun that's going to take to get you there and get you into the festival. So get ready to listen, because the Muse guys put on a fantastic show, and you being able to see them live will be a feather in your cap, to be sure. So a nice job by the Aftershock peeps. When you were gone, and I had a guest host, Treston uh, Thornton, on, uh, I leaned into him hard on getting Muse here, because they'd never been here. Such a great show. Such a great show. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your 6 o'clock important stuff. That is Tool. That is Sober here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Of course, with it being Memorial Day weekend coming up, I'm sure at some point the grill is going to be fired up in your backyard. So, Big J, I promise I'm going to need your uh, imagination to kind of run wild here, but I'm going to pose for you. Uh, what I like to call the Fuddrucker scenario. You understand? Oh, God. Uh, that's going to be, let's just oh, man, imagine, if you Ruckers. will, uh, you have the perfect burger constructed. It is cooked exactly the way you want it done. It is grilled in the backyard. Now I ask you, what goes on a Big J burger? You have the condiments to run the table. What are you putting on the perfect burger? For oh, you? no, man. I mean, that's because it varies. Well, I mean, listen, uh, what do you mean it varies? What kind of burger am I getting? It's whatever is one you it- want. Okay, uh, well, I'm going to go with the smash burger then. Great. Um, and obviously, we're going to have uh, we're gonna have American cheese on it. Okay. And some pepper jack. Okay, so double the cheese. Uh, let's throw on uh, some bacon. Okay. Let's go with some caramelized onions. Okay. 
Uh, throw on some uh, mayo, okay. ketchup, okay. mustard. Okay. And I'm good. That's it. Maybe some, maybe lettuce. Okay. Lettuce it is. Uh, the one thing that I noticed is not on your perfect burger is the one thing that Oxford University says that every backyard burger should have, Big J. Something that enhances a burger's taste, appearance, and texture. Any idea what that thing could be missing that your burger the does tomato? not tomato? Not the tomato. Nope. Although it is, I, I would say it's very prevalent in the world of burgers. Wow, what am I missing? I, I, I don't know what I'm missing here. The pickle. According oh, damn, you're right. The pickle. Oxford you got to have the crunch. <laughs> uh, a pickle will enhance a burger's taste, appearance, and texture. Uh, that is according to food and research scientists at Oxford University. Uh, they say that pickles cut through the rich umami flavor of the meat also adds a satisfying crunch, as Big J had mentioned. And they apparently surveyed a bunch of people and found that 51% say they opt to remove pickles from their burgers. The most common reason being they dislike the taste. Another 16 say they actually dislike the texture. And 4% say they've never tried pickles but dislike the idea of them. What? Hmm. 12% say they'd just rather eat their pickles on their own. So there's that. Uh, I am of the opinion that, to me, a pickle on a burger is a must when you're when you're grilling out and you build your own burger. But I, I also can... I have been known to pull it off a fast food burger from time to time. I'm not a real big fan of the the pickles that you get through the drive-through. I am much more of a fan of like the uh, you know they have like the sandwich spears that you can have that are long yeah. kind of, that, that actually cover the. I enjoy those kind of things. I'm a fan of pickles, and so I don't know why I like them just on the grilled out burgers as opposed to the ones I get at a restaurant, but uh, I do. And so I understand what they're saying. So remember. Pickles are a must yeah, this weekend. I, what an idiot I am. Because that's my, the wife's order is no onions, extra pickles. Extra pickles. Huh? And I do put pickles on my hamburger or at home. We do have, we do, we'll pick up the pickle spears. But here's the thing. Sometimes I like to hit on a different note and I go with the bread and butter. Uh, interesting. I know. I know it is. It is. I, for whatever reason, sometimes I just am in that mood. Well, listen, uh, that's the beauty of the burgers. You can make it so many different ways, and it becomes almost a different meal to you. But if you're building the ultimate one, uh, please, apparently, according to Oxford University, don't forget the pickles. Morning After with Nick and Big J. You want to talk Top Gun next, Big J? Yeah, man, I got a need. We'll do it next on the X-Rocks. The Memorial Day sales event is on now at Kendall Chevrolet of Nampa. Pratt is Pearl Jam and daughter here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, Big J, you did it. You saw the screening of a movie you've been waiting, it appears, like three years to see, right? Seven, maybe 25, 35 years. Sure, like that. but it's been in the can for three years, and it was supposed to come out a long, long time ago, but finally it comes out this weekend. We're, of course, talking about Top Gun Maverick. How was it, Big J? Yeah, man, it is uh, filled with, as you can imagine, nostalgia for the first film. And uh, it's going to lean on a lot of those uh, things heavily. And you just can't help but be intoxicated by Tom Cruise and uh, the stuff that he's got going on. Obviously, you know, it's not a perfect movie by any means. Uh, it's kind of corny, but so is Top Gun. I mean, let's be honest. there wasn't. It wasn't like Top Gun was the perfect movie. Uh, there's a lot of things that just didn't make sense with the whole story of the movie, but uh, you throw in some, you know, uh, some some jets going to Mach two, and uh, you can't help but be like, "Wow, this is crazy!" And that's one of the things that you will notice in this movie is the flying scenes are incredible and they're real. That's the thing that's crazy about it. It's almost all real. I mean, if they threw in some CGI, you would have a hard time noticing 
uh, because uh, and that's one of the things that they've done is they were talking about the making of this movie that that's the only reason one of the reasons why it took so long to get here is they really wanted to make sure that that looked really great and uh, indeed they all the hard work that they put in and the, the fact that they uh, work so closely with the United States Navy and military to make this movie is is quite incredible and the cast is uh, pretty interesting you've got Miles Teller uh, you've got here uh, Val Kilmer makes an appearance Jennifer Connelly is great she looks amazing she you know there's no backstory for her character really in this movie but uh, it's it's important in the in the movie and uh, you get some other people who uh, come up from the past a little bit and it's uh, it's an interesting um, foray into that nostalgia but it works and at the end of the movie you can't just help but to be like man wow it's great great okay it was great so i loved it uh fantastic it, it, i've heard it uh as like one of the best action movies in years do you agree with that statement i you know i i don't think that i don't that's i mean i can kind of understand where they come just because of you know the fact that there's almost all practical effects and practical stunts and things like that that makes it really amazing but i don't know if i would call this a straight up kind of like great action movie okay because uh, there's a lot of story elements here uh, and i watched top gun right before i went to the movie for the most part and you know that movie had some some slow parts in it i mean it was you know still in the 80s and there was still some so i was kind of wondering what the pacing was going to be like in this and they still do a bunch of character building in this movie because you've got a bunch of new you know pilots in here that you need to find out who they are and what they're about and how they end up in the mix and so they spend a lot of time doing that so i didn't feel like it was at a heavy pace Gotcha. When it came to that, but uh, the action was there, which was really cool, and you get a lot of Tom Cruise being Maverick. So it sounds like it's Big J approved. Yeah, and um, it's just it, there's a couple good storylines there with uh, about Goose. Obviously, Miles Teller uh, plays uh, his son in this in this movie. What's his call sign? Rooster. Rooster. Um, so yeah, and then you know uh, I talked a little bit about this yesterday in alert with the Microsoft Flight Simulator that they had this tie-in that they were going to do that was supposed to come out two years ago, um, and uh, it dropped uh, a couple days ago. So I got I played that too before I went to see the movie, and it's really fun because there's a pivotal point in the movie that the whole point of the uh, an operation that they have to do that you get to fly kind of that mission, and it's 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 going to be more fun to try playing it today after seeing the movie. Uh, versus when I was doing it yesterday, so it, it's did very it spoil anything for you? No, not Playing at the all. Game? Oh, okay. No, not okay. at all. Not in any way, shape, or form. Gotcha. Well, that's good. Uh, so the tie-in is very nice to the movie if you're into that particular thing. Is it one I, that you'll revisit in the theater? Yeah, uh, I, I might. Yeah, might actually. Yeah, hopefully. And and uh, I did share, shed a couple tears. Oh, Big J cried. Yeah, man. Because of an animal. It's kind of a messed up thing to say. Well, that's the only time I've ever seen you. you lose no, it in I movie theater. That's not true. In a theater, for me, yes. I think you, there's been other times you just didn't maybe see it. Uh, maybe. Could very well be. But I, I will not say how or why because well, it no, would definitely spoil things. It sounds like it's a fairly emotional moment. Why would you spoil that? Morning after with Nick and Big J, but he does say see it. Agree? Oh, yeah. You've got to see this on the big screen, man. How, how was the crowd? Was it packed for the... Yeah, it was It was a great... Because you went, what, 6 o'clock? 6 o'clock on a Thursday night. Sure. <laughs> I got, by the way, I got a popcorn tin. One of their promotional ones, okay. right? It's Top Gun. So I was talking to our friend Randall, who runs the show there at Cinemark. And uh, he's like, you know, the thing about that is we've had those in storage for two years. <laughs> right. And I I'm go, sure. well, I couldn't notice a taste. <laughs> I'm glad you put it to good use. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, some important stuff. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J.
You still pretty much banned from doing the family's grocery shopping, Big J? I mean, no, not banned. Uh, do you do a majority of it then, or? No. Okay. But from time to time, you'll run to the store base. Damn right. Uh, do you find yourself or your family procuring more frozen food than normal these days, Big J? No. Then you are in the minority, sir. How does Yay. it feel? It feels great. Of course, you are rich. That That's part of it. This is canon yeah, that we, you make those Big J bucks. Yeah, we can buy fresh food, suckers. That's right. Uh, but that is one of the things that is going through the roof these days. That is the purchase of the frozen food category. Uh, it has outgrown fresh food purchases by 230% over the last six months, which is a fair amount if you're keeping track at home. Uh, it's growth that uh, people in the frozen food industry haven't seen in 30 years. When asked why, they say, well, frozen food essentially is nature's pause button. Of course, as you may know, uh, prices at the grocery store have gotten fairly expensive lately. It doesn't matter which food product you're buying. And that if you're buying nothing but fresh food like Big J, that all piles up pretty significantly in your grocery bill. Uh, factoring in organic and locally sourced food items, and they're going to be even more expensive. And so one of the things that does is it allows people to preserve their food a little bit more and freshness for a long period of time. And, you know, most frozen food products have a shelf life of almost a year if you want to use it that long. And so that helps with a lot of people that are dealing with some stuff. You can bulk up and go to Costco and get a bunch of frozen food, and that'll last you for a couple of weeks or even a couple of months if you're doing it the right way. And you know, preparing and storing your food properly. And so it's a great way for people who are a little bit more conscious about food waste, a little bit more conscious about their budget, can go into grocery shopping. And so it apparently has been a, a nice little stopgap for people. Nature's pause button, if you will. Interesting. So if you have noticed yourself buying a lot of frozen food, you're not the only one. And maybe you're doing it consciously for all you know. Warriors are headed to the NBA championship. They'll be playing for the sixth time in eight years. They beat the Mavericks last night, 120-110. to That gives them the series, four games to one. Klay Thompson led all scorers with 32 points. Steph Curry had 15, won the Magic Johnson MVP award for the conference finals. That's the first year they gave out that award. And so they're waiting the Boston-Miami series winner. Boston has a chance to close the series out tonight with a game six victory at home we'll see if they can pull that off Edmonton Oilers are moving on they are going to uh, take on the winner of the Colorado uh, series slash uh, St. Louis series because they beat the Calgary Flames in overtime 5-4 last night they win that series in five games Hurricanes grabbed a 3-2 series advantage with a 3-1 win over the New York Rangers last night and they will try to wrap up that series in New York tomorrow Big J, may a flock of angels sing thee to thy rest to one Ray Liotta. He passed away yesterday at the age of 67. He uh, apparently died in his sleep while filming the movie Dangerous Waters in the Dominican Republic. Uh, no foul play is suspected. Of course, he made a pretty big name for himself in the late 80s and early 90s. He starred in Field of Dreams in 1989 and followed that up with Goodfellas in 1990. Uh, and then, you know, basically became a household name and popped up in things like Marriage Story, which of course was Oscar nominated. He was in The Many Saints of Newark, The Sopranos prequel, uh, No Sudden Move as well. And he was uh, kind of riding that late uh, life wave, if you will, of playing like the patriarch of a lot of crime families and things like that and a lot of stuff that he was putting together and uh, was very good at what he did, Big J. Yeah, don't forget about Tommy Versetti. Uh, I certainly Grand won't. Theft Auto. That's right. 
Leota is survived by his 23-year-old daughter, Karen. He also had... Carson, excuse me. He also had a fiancé, uh, JC, that was actually with him in the Dominican Republic while he was filming. So may a flock of angels sing thee to thy rest. Ray Leota gone too soon at 67. Let's play The X Double Dare on 100.3 The X rocks. Alright, the time has come for us to try to give away some money. We were able to do $200 yesterday. We're going to see if we can't duplicate that particular goal today with our contestant. His name is Ellison. Good morning, Ellison. Man, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing? We're not too shabby. We would like to make your day a little bit better by winning you as much money as possible. It all revolves around your knowledge of the following topic. Big J? Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. The first two episodes of Obi-Wan came out on Star Wars on Disney Plus today, so we figured we would do some Star Wars trivia. How well-versed are you in that world, Ellison? Uh, I'm okay with it. Okay. Big J, you've looked at the questions. Do you feel like they're overtly difficult, or can they be handled? I think they can be handled. All right. Ellison, we wish you the best of luck. We're going to go double or nothing up to uh, $200. You can stop anytime you want, but if you get a question wrong, you get nothing, okay? All right. Here we go. 50 bucks. What Field of Dreams and Lion King star is the voice of Darth Vader in the Star Wars universe? Uh, James Earl Jones. Right. And... The group gets it right. That is correct, Ellison. You get $50 in your back pocket. Would you like to keep that and walk away, or are you going to go double or nothing for up to $100? Uh, let's go for it. Okay. All right, 100 bucks. What 10 words of text are shown at the very beginning of every single Star Wars film? Um, a long time ago in a galaxy far away. We'll take it. All yeah. right. We will take it. That is correct. That is $100 now that you have. You can take that and walk away, or you can go for the most difficult question of the bunch, 200 bucks. What would you like to do, Ellison? Uh, let's go for it all. Okay. All right. I like the spirit. 200 bucks. Who is the person responsible for training Obi-Wan Kenobi? Um, and... Kwai Wong Jin. Kwai Wong Jin. Right. We'll take it. We'll take it. Sometimes it's hard when you're playing a game of telephone, but that's absolutely correct. Uh, Good job, Ellison. That is $200 coming your way. Congratulations. Please hold on one second. Your Star Wars trivia was good enough to grab you $200. That Star Wars trivia will continue throughout the day. 1230 with Jason Drew. 530 today with Adam. But uh, your chance to win with Star Wars stuff coming up over the course of the day today with the X-Rock Double Day. We'll come back with We're Going to Hell. That is next on the X-Rocks. Running after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X-Rocks. St. Petersburg, Florida is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Oh, boy. And uh, it's not okay to trespass. Let me put that out there right away. All right. Uh, Especially not at 2.15 in the morning. You're going to freak some people out. You understand? You could end up killed. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, that's exactly what... A gentleman from Florida did. His name is Kenneth Gray. He's 29 years old. And uh, I don't know if he just wanted some food or he thought he would get some, but there was a place called the Red Mesa Cantina. It's in St. Petersburg. It's like a Mexican uh, food place that's got like Sounds an delicious. outside bar as well. And uh, he decided he was going to hang out in the outside bar for a little bit at 2.15 in the morning. Uh, that is what triggered a silent alarm, Big J, and that's not okay for people to just kind of hang out in restaurant spaces, especially if they're closed. And so that caused the police to show up. Now, this is where the story gets a little weird, Big J. Weird. 
because when police showed up, they did see Mr. Gray hanging out at the Red Mesa Cantina in the outdoor bar area. They can clearly see that he had tried to jump a fence in order to get in there, and he was successful in doing so. But when they rolled up on him, Big J, uh, he had decided to take his pants off so that the lower half of his body was uh, perfectly uh, available to open air. <laughs> and he apparently was uh, sitting at the bar with his junk resting on the outdoor bar. You oh, understand? my God. And they're like, hey, man, what's going on? And he said, listen, I know I'm not supposed to be here. I just want to let you know that I'm doing a chant and I'm trying to cleanse myself spiritually. This is why I'm in this particular position. And they're like, that's a weird thing to say. I mean, you know, I don't care how new age and granola that you are. That seems like a really weird way to handle stuff. Get your junk off the bar top, mister. Uh, And so they subsequently arrested him because even if you were doing those things, it's still not okay to trespass onto another property and do those things. And, you know, Put your junk on your own stuff, not somebody else's stuff, and certainly not where people eat, Big J. So he is chips and salsa. locked up in lieu and charged with lots of things. Of course, there's trespassing, there's loitering, there's prowling, uh, there's the indecent exposure, all of them misdemeanors. Uh, he also had an open container of alcohol, Big J, so they do think that alcohol played a role in this, but seems like <laughs> you can be new age. There's nothing wrong with that, but uh, keep your junk in your pants and keep it off the bars, guys. It can't be that hard. You gotta be able to handle that particular stuff if you want to live in a civilized society. Oh, he handled it. (laughs) Yeah, not in the way you want him to, though. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. With Nick and Big J. Graduation season is here, Big J. Oh, you know, June is the month for dads and grads. You know that. Yeah, damn right. And college graduates all over the United States of America will be looking for jobs. And it turns out they're going to need to because none of them have money in their pockets, Big J. A new poll finds that about one in five college students have less than $100 in their bank account right now. That is a survey of 10,000 U.S. college students and found and recent graduates as well of all ages. It was commissioned by Neighbor.com and conducted by Pollfish, and they found that 6 in 10 have less than $1,000 in the bank currently. Moreover, nearly half the poll, 47%, don't have any kind of savings account whatsoever, or they have a savings account, but it has zero money in it. Interestingly, younger college students in the survey were more likely to have more money in their bank than their older classmates. In fact, the majority of respondents with less than $100 in the bank were over the age of 25, which means... It's tough right now to get by as a college student. No wonder everybody's moving back home. But it does hearken me back to my days of college. Uh, I yeah, imagine, how much has really changed? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Uh, but I do know that you know when I was going to college, I had to work full-time in order to pay for my schooling or what was left of it, as well as some lodging and stuff. And I also know I was living pretty much check to check at that entire point in my collegiate career. Like at no point did I have any kind of savings whatsoever. Any money I was getting was going towards books or food or uh, alcoholic beverages or something that uh, that I probably didn't need to be spending it on. But I know that I was barely scraping by and I had a partial scholarship in order to go. So it was rough, rough stuff back then. I imagine it's even more so now. Taking you back to your college years, you worked as well when you were going to school, didn't you? Yeah. Did you have a lot of money? No. What was your living situation then? Uh, I was living at home. Okay. So you you probably didn't have to pay rent or anything, right? No, I was paying rent. But uh, in in fact, my mom wasn't living in the house that uh, that we 
that I pretty much lived in. She had moved and was living in Salt Lake with my sister, and I was living in the house. By yourself? I, I had a roommate. Okay. Somebody to help take care of stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. So you had somebody to help share living expenses as well. Yep. So yeah, that's one of those situations where it, that's the way that it probably needs to be in order for you to survive. So yeah, I don't know. I can't say if I had more than $100 to my name. It feels like I didn't, but that may be inaccurate. Uh, but yes, uh, college, certainly college student living has not uh, you know improved over the last couple of decades since we've gone to college, Big J. The Warriors are going to be playing for an NBA championship for the sixth time in eight seasons. They beat the Mavericks 120-110 last night. That means they win the series four games to one. Klay Thompson led the Warriors with 32 points. Steph Curry got the Magic Johnson Western Conference Finals MVP trophy. 15 points last night, but that's all they needed from them. Warriors await to see who wins the Boston-Miami series. Boston could wrap that up tonight with a Game 6 victory at home. Oilers moving on. Uh, they took out the Calgary Flames 5-4 in overtime last night to win their second-round play. Playoff series, four games to one. They're headed to the NHL's Western Conference Finals. Uh, Connor McDavid is good at hockey. He scored the game winning goal at 5.03 in overtime. The Oilers will wait the winner between the Avalanche and the Blues in the Conference Finals. Colorado's 3 2 up in that series. Hurricanes beat the Rangers last night 3 1 and grabbed a 3 2 series lead. Uh, are you excited for the new season of True Detective, Big J? Uh, no, I don't know anything about it. Did you watch the first season with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson? Loved it. Did you watch the second season with Colin Farrell and Vince Vaughn? No. Did you watch the third season? There was a third season? Yes. No. Because we're heading into the fourth season. And uh, is there a reason why you didn't revisit? I just loved the first season so much. And I knew that those characters and that stuff was all done. And they were doing it a new one. And I just, at the time, didn't have HBO. So I never got into it again. Gotcha. Uh, you're not a fan of anthology series then, I imagine, huh? I, it doesn't feel that way, no. Weird. Uh, but uh, Jodie Foster is coming into the fold, uh, and she will play the lead detective in the new season of True Detective. It is titled Night Country. Foster will also be an executive producer on the series. So the character of Detective Liz Danvers is who we're going to follow around in season number four. Uh, season number two was pretty much uh, regarded as trash. Season three was held up a little bit better to critical uh, I guess response, but we'll see what happens with season four. I also dropped out like middle way through season two because I found it fairly un <laughs> ungood. I guess it wasn't ungood. very it wasn't very good at all. I was uninterested in the uh, the wrapping up of the tale that they were telling, and I did not revisit for season three. So uh, they'll have to see uh, if they can pull me in with a trailer for season four because I'm not against it, and I know I haven't missed anything because it's a completely new series. So that's the good thing about anthology series. You can pick right back up and not feel bad about missing any of the seasons if you want to. You're with Nick and Big J. And a fantastic uh, morning after prize package uh, here. We have tickets to Star Set Red happening uh, next week at uh, the Rev Center. And uh, we'll get you those tickets also. Idaho Horsemen have their last game of the season coming up here on Sunday. Of course, uh, a little fun uh, with the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Idaho and Treasure Valley Subaru. They're doing a, an awesome thing, a football toss onto the field. I'll be there and a chance for you to get uh, uh, some money to the Alzheimer's Association that way as well. Busy weekend. Either way, we're going to get you settled up here if you can beat Nick and Pop Culture Smackdown. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. Now would be the time to call it if you'd like to win this prize package and see if you got what it takes. Any particular theme today? Uh, no, not really. All right, then we will see. General Pop Culture Knowledge. Hello, General. the X. Yes, sir. Good morning, man. What's your name? 
Marshall. All right, Marshall. Marshall. <clears throat> this Fox Animation Domination show with characters like Bob, Tina, and Linda have their own movie out in theaters now. Uh, uh, Bob's Burgers. Right. Uh, I had this question lined up for, for uh, sometime next week, Nick, but I felt appropriate to do today. What famous baseball player did Ray Liotta portray in Field of Dreams? Um, he was Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah, that's right. Right. Indeed. Uh, according to legend, what was the name of King Arthur's magician advisor? Merlin. Right. Merlin is correct. Uh, he may have won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in Officer and a Gentleman, but he will always be remembered as Chappie from Iron Eagle. Uh, Louis Gossett Jr. Here you go. Right. This NBA Hall of Famer and former L.A. Laker is actually the silhouette in the NBA logo. Oh. Can you repeat that? This NBA Hall of Famer and former L.A. Laker is actually the silhouette in the NBA logo. Oh. Old, old school, uh, Marshall. I'll, okay. Uh, the only, I don't know this, but the only thing that pops in my mind is Akeja Lawajuwon or whatever. Hakeem Olajuwon? We're way off. Like, yeah. Wrong. Yeah, Marshall, no. you did uh, so good. And now I feel so bad for asking a sports question. Yeah, never a Laker, unfortunately. Oh. Even before Hakeem's time, as a matter of fact. Hello, the X. Oh, please be an easy one. This is Matt. Good yeah, luck, it man. is easy, man. This NBA Hall of Famer and former LA Laker is actually the silhouette in the NBA logo. Next one. <laughs> I didn't no. realize this was so hard. It's a hard. Well, I mean, it's just he's not. Uh, that's the. It's a question, Matt. It's not. It's not like a clue thing. Oh, I, I have to go. I have to go with that one. Yeah, huh? you have yeah. To go with that one. Yeah. What was the question again? This NBA Hall of Famer and former LA Laker is actually the silhouette in the NBA logo. Magic Johnson. Wrong. It's a good guess. Yeah. But no. Sorry, Matt. Incorrect. Hello, the X. Before Magic Johnson, even. Hello, the X. What's up, guys? Hey, man. Did you hear Big J's question? Yeah, man. That's Jerry West. That is Jerry Jerry West. West. Right. That is correct. Uh, Nick, before he went on to have his own screen role, uh, this actor served as the voice for Tony Stark's AI program called Jarvis. Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany is correct. Right. Uh, let's see. Comedian Bobcat Goldthwait starred as Zed in the 80s comedy movie franchise about the police. What was that called? Oh, man. That's they, a tough one. They did six movies all through the 80s and 90s. The Police Academy? Right. Winner, winner. Yes. Nick, what's oh, the, yeah. what was the first country to give women the right to vote? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I'll guess Australia. No, but you were super Wrong. close, man. New Zealand? Yeah. Right. 1893, like those progressive people. Congratulations there, Nick. You got yourself tickets to Star Set and Red <laughs> at the Rev Center next week. You also have yourself some tickets to the, uh, the Idaho Horseman game this weekend. Hang on one second, brother. We'll hook you up with all that stuff. And we will come back and talk a little bit about Lounge at the End of the Universe. Some cool things happening this weekend. Learn about it next on the X-Rocks.
That is Radiohead. That is Creep here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's 100.3 The X Rocks. Another big weekend out at Lounge at the end of the universe. You can hear us talking about some really cool things happening. If you want to go to any of these shows, loungeboise.com is the website that you need to go to visit. Let's check in with our buddy Robert from Things and Company, who is back in the studio this morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. I'm Ho- good. I'm awake. Uh, yes, good. Well, you're doing us all a favor by waking us all up. Thank <laughs> yeah, you very thanks. much, sir. I am uncaffeinated. <laughs> wow, that's even more of a credit. Trying. Uh, you have another busy weekend full of shows after last weekend. We talked about a bunch of stuff going on, but Things and Company is the train that just doesn't slow down, right? Yeah, no, it never slows down. Tonight, uh, Monica's on at 8, both Friday and Saturday, and tonight her show will roll into our show because we're going to start with what's called an Armando based on her stand-up material. All right. So if, I, if for those that don't know what an Armando is, explain that in layman's terms. Sure. Uh, we bring in uh, somebody to do a monologue. And we come up with ideas based on their monologue that we then do um, scenes from. And so following the one we do off of hers, we're going to bring in our own monologist and do a second Armando. uh, And then we do more things than men, which we can talk about in a minute. But yeah, yeah, the first piece of our show tonight will transition off of her headlining act. Beautiful. Did the people who create this, was one of them called Armando? He is. His name's Armando Diaz, and he works out of the Magnet Theater in New York now. Boom. Yeah. And they call it the Armando Diaz Experience, if I remember correctly. (laughs) Nice. But yes, his name is Armando. And now you do this. This is something that you guys do on a regular thing, an exercise that you like to do and enjoy to do, right? Yeah, we decided we wanted to do Armando's regularly for a while. So we've been doing them. It's been the only form we've been using for about a month now because we like bringing in the guests and hearing their stories uh, totally unprepared and totally off of, well obviously the stand up is prepared sure. but we haven't heard her act yet <laughs> so we don't know what we're doing oh exciting uh, but yeah the guest monologist brings we take a word from the audience and then they tell a story from their personal experience that the the, the word reminds them of so like a few weeks ago we had a monologist who got the word smile and she recounted the worst fight she's ever had with her husband because her husband husband told her her smile reminded him of the joker <laughs> Great. jesus so, yeah. yeah so we did scenes off of that that is not a compliment that yeah. guy should have known better uh but i'm glad that you were able to call that back that sounds like it would yeah. be a little bit of fun right yeah we ended up doing a scene i did a scene with andrew and i was in love with half of his face and not the other half of his face <laughs> right. so that's Fair how enough. it spins yeah <laughs> and then later on you have the show that you had referenced earlier it's another chance for you to possibly die on stage yeah that's the goal i take five different blood pressure medications uh, and more things than men is very physical uh-huh. uh, so my goal as we explained to everybody is I mean some people want to die in their sleep and some people want to die while they're having sex I want to die on stage doing the show so one day this show will be physical enough that it will kill me Robert you've been in here a bunch yeah. I still don't know if you're joking or not like if that's something I don't you- either <laughs> I'm not sure. You're not sure. I'm, I'm not sure whether I'm. Jo- I, don't, I mean, I don't ever want to die. Sure. I'm in my early fifties, and I'm thinking about what do I leave my kids? And my kids are upset, and they're like, "Dad, don't beef it anytime soon. <laughs> Stop talking about this. This is not fun." Yeah. So I, I don't know if I'm joking or if it's just me staring death in the face. Prepared either way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, doctor told me a few years ago, if you don't take medications, you're going to stroke out at 52, and I only got one more year for that. So we have faith in you, Robert. You Thanks. can do it, man. 
Uh, and I think the show's going to be good, and hopefully it doesn't push you over the edge. That would suck. Uh, I hope so. I also have to promo Flow Dojo's anniversary party tomorrow yeah. night. Uh, Monica's show will, after them, the doors, after her, the doors will open at 9.30. And their big anniversary party starts at 10, will run to 2 a.m., and will include DJs, visual artists, dancing, and fire spinning. I, I love indoor fire spinning. <laughs> yes, it sounds like it's a yeah. lot of fun. That's one of my favorite it things. It should be awesome. I want to see that you can grab tickets at loungeboise.com and that's one of the many cool things that's that's really nice about lounge is the fact that there are multiple things happening at multiple times and you can transition from one show to the other and really see some cool stuff that is happening but we have a chance to also visit with the uh, the show's headliner that's coming up for this weekend both uh, tonight and tomorrow night at 8 p.m and monica nevy joins us in the studio did i say your last name right or did i screw it up you screwed it up what but is it? all right good morning, good morning. Uh, <laughs> nevy nevy beautiful monica nevy, monica yes. nevy. it was a good try I uh, thank yeah. you i try yeah. uh you are going to be headlining this weekend at Lounge at the End of the Universe. Seattle is the home base, so it's not too far away. How is the Seattle comedy scene? Is it a fun place to be from? Yeah, it's great. I don't, I, well, maybe it's, I'm competitive with Portland, and I always feel like Portland got more <laughs> uh, more accolades than we did. But Seattle's a great place. It's just a great art place, you know, a lot of theater and stuff there, too. So people are used to going shows, and a um, lot of great comics. A lot of great comics have been from there. So, And it's 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 come back strong since things were locked down for us, and then they opened back up, and a lot of stand-up to see there right now. So Now, this might be just a, 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 a lazy way to look at it, but I feel like, you know, you're – the rivalry with Portland and Seattle. This seems to be a common theme here. They're both depressing places because of the weather. I think that's you know, <laughs> the thing you hate about your your other people is a reflection of yourself. You know, like that's <laughs> how it feels. Like it, yeah. we're like they're just trying to be just like us or what? I don't even know what it is, but it is a. Uh, you know, I like Portland. I go there all the time. <laughs> so. No personal uh, yeah. actual beef no. with the uh, city, but you do have a kind of a rivalry going on, which is nice. What got you into comedy in the first place, Monica? Um, I always loved stand-up when I was, like, younger, younger. I would watch um, <laughs> uh, Friday night stand-up on Comedy Central, sure. like, every Friday when I was, like, 12, 13. Like, kids would be going to have playdates or whatever, and I'd be at home watching Maria Bamford or whoever <laughs> on there. And then uh, I was actually an athlete. I played basketball in college, and uh, I got hurt and uh, couldn't play anymore. And so about eight months after that, I did an open mic. I had been writing jokes just kind of for fun for probably a couple years, and it went fine that time. I still, <laughs> I wonder if it had gone really bad or if someone died on stage or something, but I have kept doing it. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it went well. So that was, and that was 11 years ago. So yeah, two albums well. under your belt at this particular point, and uh, I, I want to talk about your podcast because I really, really like it. Hug Life in particular. Mm -hmm. uh, you and your friend Mark actually put it together, and it focuses on something really cool, which is the positive side of things, which may be missing in uh, in today's day and age. Yeah, right? we've challenged ourselves years ago you know we take a topic that normally has like portland normally people don't like you know uh <laughs> just kidding and then we positive spin it you know and sometimes we've really challenged ourselves with some that are difficult but, right um, yeah we've been doing that one for a long time and that's the whole point is that it's just fun kind of see positive stuff for a little bit which you know we can all kind of use now so yeah um just forget that everything sucks for a little while and then 
have a good time. So you can find that wherever podcasts are available for you as well. It's definitely a good one because, yeah, you're like well over 350 into it, right? Yeah, we've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, Yeah, not messing around. And, you know, another thing that you have put together that I really enjoyed as I was kind of doing some research was uh, you did a great interview series that you have on your YouTube channel that I I really enjoyed because Jay and I have a very special uh, spout in our hearts for the elderly. And you focused on interviewing people that were over the age of 80 years old, right? Yeah, it's called 80 for 80. I did a documentary series. I actually got a grant from the city of Seattle to make it. Nice. Yeah, it was really fun. And probably the first thing that like, you know, I really made. Somebody gave me money to do it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. no, I should not <laughs> screw this up. But uh, yeah, that was the point was to talk to people over 80 that, you know, probably aren't listened to as often anymore and also have stories. I was trying to explain it to like why I picked that age group, you know, because you could just kind of talk to adults. But it, your grandparents are the sweet spot of like, they're going to tell you everything. They're very candid. They're not sugarcoating it anymore. Your parents are still trying to make you feel like, hey, everything's going to be okay. Right. You know, like my grandparents are like, yeah, I was surprised I woke up this morning. You know, <laughs> so I like to pick, I likened it to starting a new job. Uh-huh. And like, if you talk to the person who put their two weeks in, they're going to tell you all the the gossip, all the secrets, all the, you know, but not the person who's still planning to be there, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that's what I felt like we wanted to get from them. And they were great. It was perfect. They're very candid and just say too much at some points, you know? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's fun. Yeah. But yeah, it's called 80 for 80. And it took you all around, right? Um, or did you focus on a particular part? We focused in Seattle okay. because of the grant, but I really want to do it in other cities. Yeah. And, you know, we made it in 2018. Right. And then we're kind of starting to put together, you know, how to do it in other cities. And because uh, the casting's not that um, easy. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> which is actually really sad. We've lost two of the people that we had, uh, in, which is inherently part of the, you right. know, like we knew that was going to happen, but it's still pretty sad. And uh, so we kind of started to put it all together. And then, of course, the most vulnerable um, people during this whole last couple years, obviously, I can't go in and interview them during that time. So, right. um, yeah, kind of been put on hold. But that would be the, the dream is to kind of go to different areas of the country or wherever and uh, do the same thing. It's so. interesting how uh, we, 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 we label, because you'd mentioned there about how, you know, some people don't want to, don't listen to some of the things that older people have to say. And it's like, okay, when you're kids, nobody listens to you. And then when it's time on the other side of that, nobody listens to you. Yeah. So it's weird. You really got to talk a lot in the middle, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, but the, here's the thing is maybe we should pay more attention to the things yes, that no, you're, you're right. kids and older people say. There is something about kids, too. And I just I felt like that had been done so many times. You know, kids say the darndest thing, sure. all this different stuff. But then they're funny. But also they are pretty smart in just like emotions because they're like, no, I want to be happy. I want to feel good. I want other people to feel yeah. good. You know, it's it's very pure. with, And they're right. Like we're... We should listen to both ends of the spectrum because they're smarter than us. They don't have a filter. Yeah. Like, yeah. They haven't learned that filter, and then old people just don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's something about not having a filter, yeah. I think, is the connection there. That makes sense. You can check out Monica tonight, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, Lounge at the End of the Universe, loungeboise.com for your tickets. You will not be sorry. Very funny. Of course, Robert is going to be there tonight as well with Things and Company. Uh, thank you very much for coming in and being part of the show. We always appreciate it. Thanks. Good seeing you again, sir. And we will check in again next week as you find out some more cool things happening at the Lounge. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Larry Miller Used Car Supermarket on Fairview and Boise. He's going to be a live broadcast out there tomorrow from 10 o'clock in the morning until noon. Jason Drew out there broadcasting live for their Memorial Day Used Car Sales event. 
You can stop by the used car supermarket in Boise for a gigantic sale this Saturday. Great deals on the best vehicle selection in the Valley. Plus, you can enjoy some cool stuff from the X-Rock stock one block west of Maple Grove on Fairview online at usedcarsboise.com. But check out Jason Drew tomorrow, 10 a.m. to noon at the Larry H. Miller Used Car Supermarket on Fairview. Big J? Yeah. Headlines are as follows. That's no fun. Might as well jump and oh no. Oh no. Little kids do the darndest things, but a mom in England had to bring her three-year-old daughter to the emergency room after the little kid managed to get her head stuck through a little pink toilet seat, Big J. Oh. The mom explained the child is currently potty training and was using the bathroom while Amy prepared dinner. When the mom first saw what happened, she thought the seat would slide off, but her attempts to remove the seat failed, so she had to take her kid to the hospital where doctors took just over an hour to remove it. Apparently, it took three people to remove the seat as one held the child, one covered her eyes to prevent anything from going into them as the other worked on removing it. And the child was absolutely fine after the seat was removed, so that's just an embarrassing story, I suppose, that I'm sure mom has tons of video footage of that will haunt this poor young child for the rest of their lives. Word. For sticking their head in the toilet. Not a smart play, and paid the price for it. That's no fun, or might as well jump. Might as well jump. Can I introduce you to the uh, invasive worm known as the Asian jumping worm, Big J? Could be in a garden near you. The worms are known for their insatiable appetite, and also they have the ability to jump about a foot in the air. The California Department of Food and Agriculture says that these worms are definitely true to their name. They jump and thrash immediately when they're held, behaving more like a threatened snake than a worm, sometimes even breaking and shedding their tail when they're caught. They also warn the worms have been spotted in California with greater frequency as of late. They began arriving in the early 1900s in the soil of potted plants. Since then, the worms have made their way across the U.S., can be found in at least 34 states. They're not, like, you know, biting or anything, but they can do some damages to gardens. If you have them in your garden or you have them around your garden, they can, you know, damage a crop or two in your backyard, so keep that in mind. I know you don't have a green thumb, but maybe there's some still some gardening that could be happening in the backyard you need to watch out for. It's happening naturally. So they, <laughs> the gardening is? Yeah. You mean weeds? Well, no, no, not weeds, but just plants that we planted before. But, you know, we weren't planning on doing a lot of stuff in the backyard. Some of them are, uh, you know. Oh, what do you got growing? I think there's a couple tomato plants. There you go. Just kind of happening on their own now. Nature. It's amazing, isn't Life. it? Life. It finds a way. Wrap it up with That's No Fun. Sometimes two things happen at the same time, and those things can be bad. At Canada's Wonderland Park, guests found themselves stuck on rides due to a destructive Ontario storm that happened last Saturday. The madness is shown unfolding in a video. Riders who had waited in line for a very long time for a roller coaster were strapped into the ride and then exposed to the elements as the storm very quickly rolled in. Never fun to be on a roller coaster in a downpour. And this included the Behemoth roller coaster, which is the second tallest roller coaster in the park. Apparently, uh, the ride operation staff began to close rides due to the severe thunderstorm approaching. Then a power outage occurred several shortly after, so several rides, including the Behemoth, were halted with guests on board. And they were stuck in this downpour for about 30 minutes, Big yeah. Jay. Some of these people were stuck on these rides for. Never fun! But uh, everybody made it out uh, safe. There were no injuries. But this certainly doesn't help your love for roller coasters, I'm sure. No. But it's a power outage, so it's not like anybody did anything on purpose or like these things were shutting down or breaking or anything like that. So at least that's the good news. And nobody was hurt. So see, there's positivity here. You see, Big J? No, I don't. People just got a little wet. That's all. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Also probably not a great idea to be stuck to a hunk of metal in a thunderstorm, right? Right. That can't be high on the priority list. 
We are going to do some bad impressions. That's going to happen next on the X-Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, we've got a morning after prize package here for you. Tickets to Red and Star Set, the show happening next week at the Rev Center. And we'll also hook you up with some VIP tickets to Lounge at the End of the Universe. You can use those whenever. And uh, you can be all VIP style. You just need to figure out band impressions, which is brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore, Treasure Valley Subaru. All right. If you want to get in on this, 208-287-1003. You can use those VIP passes to check out Monica this weekend. If you'd like, that would certainly be awesome. I don't think you'd be disappointed there. But if you want in on it, now would be the time to call and play Bad Impressions, which works like this. Three clues for somebody famous. Usually you can get them in less than that, but we'll see what happens today. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Morning. Morning, man. What's your name? Tony. All right, Tony, Tony you're up first. Good luck. Yeah, fictional character here, okay? Am I an archaeologist or an action hero? There you go. Bam, one is all you need. Good job. As predicted. Hang on one second. What were clues two and three? Dun 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 dun. And then you really don't need one after that. Oh, uh, why is Indiana Jones in the news? Well, see, so yesterday was the kickoff of something called Star Wars Celebration that was happening in Anaheim. I mean, you're talking everything. Uh, cast for Obi-Wan Kenobi and or Willow were there on hand to do stuff. And they even brought out John Williams in orchestra form to play the Obi-Wan Kenobi theme live for the first time. So that happened. But he followed up that song with Raiders of the Lost Ark theme music, Nick. And then then out trots Mr. Harrison Ford himself. Oh, look out. And they came and they talked a little bit about Indiana Jones. And, and uh, he was talking, quote, about John Williams. And he said, I told John on another occasion when we had a chance to be together that the music follows me everywhere I go. And you know what? I'm happy about that. The music was playing in the speakers of the operating room when I had my last colonoscopy. <laughs> I passed. God, man, he must have hated being at that Star Wars thing. <laughs> no, he, it seems like he was in a great mood because, quote, uh, he went on to talk about it. We have almost completed the next Indiana Jones film featuring music of John Williams. Uh, Ford told the, told the audience, and I had a wonderful experience working with James Mangold. I'm really proud of the movie that we made, so I'll be seeing you around campus. So he was in good spirits uh, and uh, seemed to be having a lot of fun with everything. Yeah, he likes Indiana Jones way more than he likes Star Wars. There's no doubt about that. Yes. Uh, he certainly enjoys playing that character way more than he liked Han Solo. So uh, I'm just uh, wondering if he got peppered with Star Wars questions because it was a Star Wars event. But it doesn't <laughs> it appears that everybody was fairly respectful. Yeah, it was a weird thing, but people, you know, they loved it when he came out there, so. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, listen, if you're at a Star Wars event and Harrison Ford comes out, I don't care what you're plugging, you're going to be excited. And I don't know, I mean, if you watch any of the stuff, I mean, if you uh, hit up uh, YouTube or, or Disney Plus, I don't know if Disney Plus is having stuff, but a bunch of the interviews and things that are going on with Star Wars Celebration, uh, great, man. I saw a great interview with John Favreau and Dave Filoni uh, last night. Uh, it was it was really cool to see what they have planned for Mandalorian Season 3 and just uh, Ashoka, which is going on and being filmed right now as well. Season 3, they said February is when it comes out. Yeah. So get ready. Mandalorian on the way. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the (laughs) X-Rocks. That is falling in reverse. They're going to be one of the stars of X-Fest 22. Tickets on sale now. XRock.com and CTTouring.com. CTTouringIdaho.com. ID.com, I should say, is where you can go for those tickets. And that's where you should buy them because we want you to make sure that you enjoy a big, gigantic rock festival. But that's going to do it for us for today. Special thank you to Monica and Robert from the Lounge of the End of the Universe for popping by, talking about some cool events happening this weekend. Thank you to Big J for the Top Gun Maverick movie review. 
who says it's definitely worth your time to go check out this weekend. So maybe you spend some time in the theater. Maybe you spend some time enjoying the Under the Covers Memorial Day weekend. That's going to kick off around 5 o'clock today. Reminder, Jason Drew going to be out tomorrow from 10 a.m. until noon at the Larry Miller Used Car Supermarket on Fairview in Boise for their Memorial Day used car sale event. So if you want some great deals on some used cars, check it out this Saturday. It's the best vehicle selection in the Treasure Valley. And Jason Drew's going to be there from 10 a.m. until noon. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, uh, plenty of Big J's Beard Brigade stuff going on this weekend as well. And you could always stop in at the Beardsmith uh, location in Caldwell or here in Garden City to go get yourself up a trim and also get some raffle tickets uh, for some of the cool stuff there. Helps out uh, Big J's Beard Brigade. And you can always go to BigJ'sBeardBrigade.com to get your raffle tickets for my Xbox Series Series X, which you can then play Microsoft Flight Simulator on and be Maverick Top Gun. Sounds like something that you've been doing, huh, Big J? Yeah. Or you play that on your PC. Ah, my PC. There you go. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing. For tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, toilets that won't flush, stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, heating and mechanical, your trusted plumbing source, online at beaconplumbing.com. That's it for us. We'll see you together on Tuesday. I'll be flying solo Monday morning. You guys have a good, long Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy the music. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.